Today we discuss our call with Robert Carey, the chief market strategist of First Trust, and give his views on the economy. Thanks for joining us on a special edition of Give Me Some Truth, where we are going to recap the phone call with Bob Carey, who was a chief, who is a chief market strategist at First Trust. He's also a CFA, which means that he knows a lot about numbers and uh, you know, has taken a really, really difficult test. He was on Bloomberg TV, CNBC, you know, Wall Street Journal, all these different places. So he's, he's a smart guy, to say the least. And uh, so we had him on a conference call, and he spoke for about 20 minutes, taking some questions and answers. And just due to compliance restrictions, we are not allowed to record the call. Uh, that's something that is weird in our industry, but we can't record that call and disseminate it to everybody. So we are going to recap the call here today as far as uh, the things that we found out. And uh, we're going to stick to mostly his commentary and their view. And uh, we can probably come up with some more commentary ourselves uh, in the coming days. So uh, Nate, uh, as far as the phone call went, what would you say was the most striking thing to you that he mentioned? Well, I think a couple of things. First, he led off the call by saying that uh, he sees similarities between, or parallels, to, to use his word, uh, between this and 1987, uh, more so than um, 001, or 0809. So that was interesting um, that that's what he kind of drew it back to by way of, of, uh, of similarities. Uh, Just to recap, 1987 was, was the precipitous stock market crash really in one day. Uh, that happened. So that, that was, that was crazy. So yeah. And I think that he, um, well, he didn't go deep into why his thoughts were that. Um, I think it's interesting that, uh, when we see these downturns that you tend to, um, somewhat mimic previous ones, um, from time to time. And, and his parallel was this to, uh, to 1987. Um, I think the other thing that was interesting is, um, he, they, they uh, he slash they first trust is the company that um, that he works for and that uh, you know he's respect her uh, um, representing their views. Um, they anticipate this to be a bad second quarter, uh, a pretty heavy hit by way of GDP, and, and obviously we've seen the market drops, uh, market losses already. Um, but they're pretty confident that a third and fourth quarter rebound is in the cards. Uh, assuming things kind of stay on the on the track that they're on right now. Yeah, and he mentioned numbers of you know he he thought like around a negative eight percent GDP, which would be a very very big loss in GDP. But if you think about everything that's going on, all the places that are shutting down all at once, all the travel that's being restricted, it it makes some sense. And then they're talking about those uh, subsequent quarters after that big downturn, growing four to five percent in there. So. Um, a recession is indicative of having two consecutive negative quarters of growth, and it sounds like we may not even get that. I don't, I don't really know. In their view, it sounded like we might not even get to a recession, but uh, that's for another podcast. So, but, John, but, e- but even if we don't see that recession, the stock market is already pricing in that recession, and from what we've already seen and where things could go, you know, he I, that's one of the things that really stood out to me that he talked about is, is that you know with this market sell off. There's a difference between individual investors trading out, whether or not it's institutional or, or investments uh, that have positions where they have to trade. Um, emotion in these type of, of, of situations of investing um, needs to keep that long term in mind. And a, a quick hit of 8% over that quarter because we have a shutdown like we've never seen before across the United States and, and really in the world, when you see place, some places that have had to do it, like South Korea, 
Italy's now doing it as well. Um, the models that, that he talked about that he that they've seen, and he, he referenced a guy who's been doing this for years in modeling, a situation just like this shows you know robust growth coming off of it when you have this short, quick um, downturn because economic activity is pretty much ground to a halt. Yeah, and I thought one of the things that he said that was really interesting to me was that the businesses are going to be cautious in laying people off right now because the labor market was so tight previous to this, so they're trying not to lose talent. So I thought that was very interesting that uh, we might not see the extreme layoffs um, because of that. And then he also was saying that you know, there's going to be a kind of an expansion of unemployment insurance, he thought, or some sort of creative ways that they're going to use unemployment insurance to help people out during this period of time. Yeah, and that may be a point that, that some of the listeners don't necessarily realize is that um, <clears throat> if, uh, if somebody gets laid off, then uh, business owners pay into uh, an unemployment insurance fund, essentially. Um, and so the government has the ability to kind of reinforce that or, um, you know, make that ro- more robust uh, so that if those layoffs do happen, people aren't falling uh, just completely uh, onto their own savings to try to make ends meet. So I thought that was an interesting kind of legislative change that he thought that he would make. Clint, you brought up the, the idea of potentially a uh, um, kind of payment, if you will, that the government potentially would make to people to get through these periods of time. And he he didn't necessarily think that that was um, coming down the pike by way of legislation. Yeah, I wanted to ask the question about universal basic income because that was kind of a you know UBI, a temporary UBI whether or not that would be infused, uh, a way to not necessarily have to put somebody on unemployment but infuse cash. He, he thought that was unlikely, and I, I think he was right about this, uh, that the current administration would probably not, not like to have something that they were tagged as, you know, as universal basic income. Right. There. I thought, not to go in a different direction here, I thought the other, one of the other really, really interesting topics that he touched on was oil and how oil has affected all of this. Um, you want to just kind of give a, look, a little brief recap of what his thoughts were there? Yeah, he thought that that was one of the big things that hasn't, I mean, it's not that it hasn't been discussed, but it was a big driver to this uh, downturn. Uh, he thought that the downturn would be much shallower, if not uh, this whole oil price war uh, that had gone on. So the price of oil, if you haven't noticed yet, has gone down significantly. Um, overall, Bob thought this was good for the economy. Uh, in the long term, but right now it adds to a lot of the disruption. And a lot of the companies that end up having kind of not great balance sheets are also energy companies. So uh, they might be in some pressure there. And so he thought that it kind of exacerbated the sell-off is having that placed in the middle of all of this. And, uh, you know, it could have been a, a shallower sort of downturn. Now, we don't know how long this downturn is going to go, obviously, how deep, uh, but he definitely thought it was a great contributor to it. And that that really stood out to me as being probably the most, the thing that I didn't expect the most on the call was that he said that this this whole kind of demise of OPEC situation uh, going on right now, uh, it was a big driver to all of this. So uh, one of the other great questions that came up from one of our, our clients on the call had to do with, uh, you know, where they bank and having large deposits there and fear that if they needed to be able to access those deposits, how this could be affected um, by um, what's going on right now. And and probably going back because they can remember that 11 years ago, we went through a financial crisis where, where there was a lot of liquidity issues. And he talked about during the call, yeah, New York Fed actually injected $500 billion dollars um, the, our Federal Reserve has cut interest rates to, to almost zero, and that's the, the federal funds rate, which is the rate that banks borrow from each other. 
Um, you're not going to see that rate affect mortgage rates, the long-term rates, but on that short-term rate, that allows for liquidity in the marketplace. And he said that uh, specific to the bank that was asked about, which was J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, that, that they're one of the most sound banks in the world and that this is not something that you should worry about, that the liquidity is there. And uh, But to touch on, on that, uh, I'm glad that that question was brought up because people do worry especially coming off of the financial crisis. But this time, it, it, it really is a different situation than what's going on. Yeah, and if you're holding a ton of cash, I guess, is it just a general best practice to make sure that you check your FDIC or NCUA insured rates, uh, you know, how much of your money is actually insured. And uh, in most cases, you're not going to have any issues with that at all. So Bob, Bob thought that was a really small, uh, small thing there as well. And I think that uh, Bob said he wasn't going and saying, like, hey, this is the best time to invest. He wasn't saying that the downturn isn't going to be deep as far as losses. He just said, hey, the virus has not peaked. It's going to have a significant disruption on the economy. And he, he seemed to think, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, and I, I, maybe you guys will agree or disagree with me, but it seemed to think that he didn't necessarily say the worst was over, but I think a lot of the damage has been already done is kind of what I called from the call. And, uh, you know, it could go lower and everything, but he wasn't making any predictions on that. He didn't seem to indicate, but again, to to, to your point, he was careful not to give, uh, and rightly so, not to give direct uh, recommendation, i.e. buy, sell, you know, change portfolios. I mean, that's not, A, that wasn't the purpose of the call, and B, he's um, intelligent and prudent enough to, to not give blanket recommendations at a time like this, and I guess somewhat of a, a, a side note here. Be careful if you're uh, taking advice from people that are just giving blanket recommendation at a time like this, because that's generally not what you want to follow. You want to follow the advice that's specific to you, not to to the masses. Um, but he, he uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he gave an overly rosy, um, hey, today's the, today's the day to go out and buy a bunch of stuff. But he also didn't say, um, you know, we should be uh, racing to safety in your portfolios. And, and uh, the, you know, he didn't give either of those recommendations. Uh, from what you could drive from what he said was more of a um, be prudent in what you're doing and, um, you know, don't make rash decisions. Uh, and again, paraphrasing there, but that's that's the takeaway that I had. And this just reinforces why we have a process here at Walker Condon with every client that we go through that, it, that involves goal setting, involves analyzing what they have, you know, putting that plan together, involving their risk profile, what their long-term goals are. And if we look back in the past to any time where this type of stuff has happened in the markets, no matter what has caused it, we know that three and a half weeks ago, the stock market was at its all-time high. So it has not only recovered, but it's come back and gone higher. And we can't say for certain that will happen again. But if every time in the past it has, let's continue to work through that plan and invest towards those long-term goals to make sure that we historically, if that's been the best way to be able to, to do well, that we could do that moving forward. And it's our commitment to our clients that we're going to communicate with them uh, extensively during this period of time, let them know what's going on, let them know that what our view is, and uh, hopefully everybody out there is staying safe and doing what they can to help stop the spread of this virus, because the, the shorter the uh, lifespan of this virus, the uh, shorter the lifespan of this downturn will likely be. So Thank you for joining us on this very special episode of Give Me Some Truth, and we'll catch you on another one. You gotta leave your money behind you 
Advisory services are offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, Mitch DeWitt, and Keith Ponywaz are investment advisor representatives of Walkner Condon. Guests on the podcast are not registered, and their participation in the podcast are limited to unregistered activities and will not provide any advice that is investment-related, nor should any comments that guests make be construed as giving investment advice. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principal as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizon. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Walkner Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see walknercondon.com for additional disclosures.